Hello, and welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we're talking on new mics. I'm so excited. I really, I feel like a true, real podcast-ass bitch. Like, Eric, we got our own separate mics, which you guys probably didn't know, but I just feel so legit. So my confidence is on 100 this episode. But I feel weird because I'm so far from you. I know. (laughs) Usually we be eye to eye. Now we, wow, you are far now that you're I'm like, yeah, because usually we step on each other's toes. But I like. know. Usually, if I move my knee, I'm like, excuse me. Now, no, this, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this yet, but it's all right. It's still decent that we got our own separate mics. We, it's we, like we talking on the phone in our houses. That's, like that's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, you're listening to Black Girl Brunch. Thank you so much for tuning in. What did you do this weekend or this week? What's it? Oh, oh my gosh! This fucking week because we had uh, well the reason why our episode is so late is oh, yeah. because we had multiple fucking snow days. I only went to work once. This oh, week. Yeah, only went to work on Monday, um, because we had snow days, um, for three uh days. Yeah, we had the fourth nor'easter yeah. or the first day of spring. How rude Ain't is that? Ain't that a bitch? The East Coast really is rude. Like, like I know. I really love being an East Coaster, but yeah. this weather, man, it fucks me up. Each year, like, I'm looking at, like, property in, like, Atlanta because, <laughs> like, I can't do this. I know because— I, can't, I don't got another winter in me. Because usually on, um, on Tuesdays, I go to the gym twice because, like, I go before work and then I go before or after this. And, like, I didn't even want to get up. Even though, because like I didn't have work today, Mm -hmm. because I'm expecting to go to work, because the school district website said, oh, like, you know, you can go to work. But like the company that I work for was like, uh, nah, it's a fucking mess out there. They didn't say that in the email, but But basically, that's what they meant. Yeah. So I didn't even go to the gym, because I'm like, I don't know these buses running rickety, and I'm going to be out there (laughs) fucking hitchhiking. (laughs) Cold cold as shit. Yeah, my thumb all blue. But, um, yeah, their Easter, that was corny. You know what, though? I don't need to be bored. I got into my first Twitter beef. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you're really not an internet like, no, beef in I'm person. No, I'm not. I don't usually respond to people. But you know how sometimes people just so dumb, it just bugs you so much, you got to say something? Yes, oh, my and God. And it's so e- – like, I don't really do that on – like, if there's a celebrity photo in, like, the shade room, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. But on Twitter – you know, this guy posted this picture of this girl with, like, this... It was, like, a one-piece bathing suit, but it was, like, a thong one-piece, so her yeah. butt was out. She had a big butt. And he was like, if my girl wear this, I'd be like, for what? Like, you already got me. What you need all this attention for? Like, so fine. I, I saw that ignorance. I was going to scroll by it. But what really got me is it was a girl underneath the post, like... I agree with this. Bitches love being disrespected, and I hate a pick-me-ass bitch. Like, yes, oh, my God. Nothing bugs me more than a pick-me. And the devil just got into me, and I was like, I knew it would be a pick-me, like, you know, up under here. And I posted this meme of this lady, like, pick-me, pick-me. <laughs> and I don't know, it just blew up, and I've been getting all these responses from these dirty-ass niggas. But I had time. I mean, y'all caught me on a snow day, and I, I was just talking, like, it's just so crazy. Like, so many men was like, if you wear this, and you get respected and disrespected and you should expect that. And I was like, wow, just when I thought that like all those feminist phrases were said too many times, niggas show you they ain't said nearly enough because they still don't get it. Yeah, because sometimes you got to let people know like the fuck. So that's all. I don't got it in me. Like, I'm not responding anymore. People are still messaging me. And I'm like, go take your ashy knuckle ass <laughs> somewhere else because I'm, Because that is you know, so, cor- like, 
First of all, let people wear what the fuck they want. Like, people are going to say something to you regardless. That's exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. That's why I'm like, y'all are weird. Like, you need to check yourself because And that's you what I told are... one boy. I told him to seek help. I said, you seriously need help if, if you can't see a fat ass without... And you be like... <laughs> and because... And even if a girl not wearing a thong and she got a fat ass and you see it, you don't... You automatically feel entitled. Why can't you just see something you like and either come up to somebody if you're attracted to them, you know... And walk away if they're not interested or just keep it to yourself. Like, I'm trying to understand what's so hard about acting like a fucking, you know, civilized human being. Yeah, because my butt is going to look fat no matter what I have on. And, you know, I'm getting thick too now. So, like, same. It's the struggle. It's just the struggle, you know, when you thick. And seriously, (laughs) I am getting thick. Am I not? I told you, but that don't mean you got to. My body is different. Okay. I, you know, I'm different now. I know, because, like, even you sitting down right now, you look like you sitting on some bricks. Yeah, and so I'm a part of the struggle now is what I'm saying. So (laughs) no matter what you wear, though, niggas going to be niggas. So fuck all them for the niggas. Um, All right, so let's talk about, uh, you know, it's Women's Month. And part of, you know, being a woman is just kind of unlearning and relearning, like, a lot of the shit that was put in your head mm-hmm. as a child, you know, about your identity and what who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So this week for our fave four, we're going to say four things we wish we could tell to the younger Iman and the younger Sabria. So mine is, like, I wish that I can tell myself that you can change. Like, when... I was younger, I for some reason, I thought that, like, you know, your set personality is going to be your set personality for the rest of your life. Mm. Like, this is how you're going to be. Like, yeah. and there's no changing from here on out. And, like, your friends going to be your friends. Yeah, that's how your I Your family going to still have the same relationship. Yeah. Every, your favorite color going to be the same. Yep. Yeah. And, like, every, all of that has changed for me. And, like, for the better, like, I feel so much better because, like, things have, like, you know, changed for me. But I just wish that I knew that. Like, I just thought that, like, I had such a skewed view of adulthood. adulthood. Like, I thought everything was, like, set in stone. Like, when you turn 18, like, if you done, if you did this, then that's, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and it's okay. You know, like, there's a good chance everything and every body you like, you may not like for good reasons next mm-hmm. year. Yep, exactly. And everything you hate, you might love next year. Exactly. And um, also, you won't move out um, at 18 is another Mm. thing. Like, I thought that, I mean, even though I technically did because I went to college, like, out of state, um, I thought that when you turn 18, like... You're on your own. You don't go back. And I'm like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, how the fuck would you even do that? Because you had to be working since you were, like, 12, so like money is not yeah. a concept that you think about either when you get to exactly home. because like just think about what you want because I used to watch um, Will and Grace when I was younger and like moving to New York I'm like oh I'm thinking that my life is gonna be like Will and Grace that shit was nothing like that like these people were rich white people like now that I'm thinking about it so like I would like to tell my younger self like it's okay like you don't have to have everything figured out like while you're 18 and 18 is so fucking young it's like a baby it is so you really Such are a baby. a baby and like i was like alone like in new york by myself like mm-hmm. at 18 and like it's just i for some reason i just didn't feel like i was just that much of a kid you and just like, go now, through the motions yeah and now i look back at it, i'm like wow i really 
really was a fucking kid. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing um, I wish that um, that I can tell my younger self is, like, don't stress so much about, like, relationship things. Huh. Um, because I remember when I was younger, like, I felt, even though I did have, like, a boyfriend, we had a weird-ass relationship in high school, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, like, thought that, you know, oh, my gosh, like, Nobody's ever going to like me. I'm, um, like, I'm so behind. Like, I'm never going to get married. Like, all this stuff. Like, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, the funny thing is, the girls that I thought that were, like, ahead of me because they had so many boyfriends, like, you know, as a young age, they still fucking behind. None of those bitches have rings. No, and, and not with those same men. And they're not with those same men. And they still have, like, shitty, like, ideas of, like, how our relationship should and be. And themselves. And themselves. And, like, these people that I looked up to um, being younger, being like, oh, like, they're so pretty and, like, they're in a relationship and stuff like that. They're, like, getting their heart broken. Or they were just ahead of their game. Or, yeah, they just They grew ahead. up too fast. Like, we went yeah. to, I want, I would think, I think about high school sometimes and, like, like, it's just how, I, some of the things that girls my own age used to tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, these stories about you spending the night, about somebody staying with you. Yes, because About I, you going on trips together even fucking high school my yes. black ass was going to the Chinese store then I got on a trolley and went home <laughs> and watched Hannah Montana that's, that's what I did that's wild as fuck cause like <clears throat> I remember like the first night like the first time like a boy spent the night with me is like when I was in college and it was like a snowstorm or something and like he's like oh I'm just gonna stay here and like obviously like you know we, <laughs> you know yeah. but it was mm-hmm. like weird like that that was like that that was happening in college and I felt like <gasps> and like the first time like I stayed the night over a boy's house was like when I was out of college and I uh, moved back to Philly Mm-mm. and I just was like you said at boy house when you was in college. college yeah your friend oh but that was my friend that oh, was okay. my friend. yeah that was my friend I'm, I'm like, counting, uh-uh. like no. no you didn't <laughs> no I'm counting like romantic like <laughs> okay but yeah like when I cause no the boy that I was with when I first you know yeah. moved back like I used to stay over his house for, for like weekends days at time. Yeah. like yeah weekends at a time I used to be there when like he wasn't there mm-hmm. like I was like staying there and I'm like it was girls doing that in like high school high school like that's wild like and I felt crazy like cause I remember one time I was working and like I had a backpack at work and I had like all my stuff because I'm like after work I'm going over his house and then I'm going to be over there for the whole weekend and I'm like it was people doing it in high school like that is so wild because like I felt like I was being too grown and I was like 20 something I know I ain't ain't spent a night with a boy until I was almost 24 years old because of and no boy spent the night with me until I was 24 and that's because he was too drunk to go home Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was not letting him leave my house like that Um, what's an okay so I am so okay, I'm gonna go with something that's not on my list. Um, I wish that I can tell my younger self that it's you should love your hair. Mm. Um, that is something that like my whole life that like I battled with um not liking my hair and like call like and within that, like me doing that, uh my hair like I, cause my hair was like really long. Like I still have hair, but like I if I didn't have so much like self hate towards like my hair and like being black, like I could have 
like been my hair goals like right now mm-hmm. but i just was so like i was like oh like there's nothing i can do with this like no, I feel... it's just trash like you know i hate it my hair and i did not start fully like loving loving my hair until like maybe last year or two years ago right and I, that's actually i'm gonna replace it that was on my list as well because you know if you don't have curly hair in our community you're not even encouraged to one go with it being out two yeah. go with it being natural you're exactly. supposed to relax your hair but i remember hairdressers used to be like girl oh my god Oh, my God. Like, so many people, like, even my mom who made me, who didn't know any better, made me feel so bad about my hair. They're the same people who are like, oh, my God, your hair is so thick and pretty. Your afro is so this and that. But yeah. literally five years ago, if I would have done this, people tried to talk me out of going natural. Yeah, they would be my, like, you're unkept. Like, you look yeah, like. Yeah, you going to look crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, I wish that, because when I had, I had stopped getting perms, like, in college, College, I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I start. I went natural, and I just didn't know what the fuck to do with my hair. Mm-hmm. And like, I had got you know protective styles, like braids and stuff like that. But it's like I could have been wearing my hair out. Like I could have been like dying it, like yeah. um, like co washing, like doing all this stuff, like taking you care of it. Natural. How to take care of your hair yeah. in your twenties? Yeah, I'm learning like <laughs> in, in my twenties, and it's just like so crazy. So like. You know, if I do decide to have kids, and no matter, you know, whatever their gender is, like, I'm going to, like, really, really, like, make a point to let them know that, like, your hair is, like, beautiful. Right. Because it is. Because, like, I love my hair now. Same. Oh, my God. Now, I think I have good hair. Yeah, and, like, I'm just lazy. Like, I am, a, like, oh, my gosh. I'm lazy the natural. <laughs> I'm a lazy-ass natural. Like, I am just the worst with taking care of my hair. But it doesn't mean I don't love it. Like, when I wash, when I do get the strength to wash my hair, I love it. But I'm just lazy. That's why I, like, for me, it's easier to, like, just pop on a wig. And you asked like me that. my top five favorite features. My my hair is going to be included. Yeah, know? same. So my fave for um my first one is your name is cool because when I was younger oh, true. and I was in for you know a specific specifically when I was in middle school I did not like my name being Iman because it's spelled I M A N first day of school I knew no teachers would be able to um pronounce it I knew that people would say I man instead of Iman like I knew they would make fun of it so I can remember saying damn I wish my name First, I have to say, I wish my name was Julie. Then I said, I wish my name was Nina. Then I said, I wish my name, I started getting urban, it was Maya. Then I yeah, said, I, I wish my name was Gabrielle. It was all these really, really, still pretty, but like basic ass names. And I'm like, no, my name is such a huge part of my identity. I met so many Imanis, but I've never really met that many Imans. Yeah. Imans. So. I'm so happy that, like, I've learned to, like, make my name part of my identity. Like, my mom knew what she was doing when she named me something unique. And I'm just, you know, that's all a part of disown. That was a part of disowning my blackness. So I'm happy I got a grip on it. Um, second, um, it's okay to be uncomfortable. Like, when I was a kid um, and people in class would have certain conversations, I would get really, really uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you know that about me. Yeah. Like, I was just somebody who would get uncomfortable a lot as a kid. I would get uncomfortable talking about sex. I would get uncomfortable if, like, a guy wanted to move too fast with me. And I was right. I was a child, and I shouldn't have... It was so I should have been uncomfortable. Yeah. And that shows that I had the right idea about childhood. Mm-hmm. I used to feel immature. Yeah. I remember one time in high school, a girl told me, like, you're cute, but you're not sexy. And <laughs> I always keep that with me because 
at the time, that was such an insult. I just looked at myself in the mirror like, you're always going to be cute. You're never going to be a bad <laughs> bitch. And I'm a bad bitch now, which is funny. Like, it's funny because now I'm accidentally sexy. Like, yeah. I'll just be walking in the gym and people will be like, oh, my God, you're sexy. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm 25. This is the age to be sexy. This yeah. is the age to be sexy. But most importantly, to be sexy your way. Yep, Everybody yep, yep. not an Instagram baddie sexy. Like yep. Sometimes you just like, you know, a naturalista, you have an organic sex appeal, but that's not supposed to happen when you're 15 exactly. years old. I know. I used not. to think that, like, because, you know, that little fucking group that was um, oh, yeah, in high school. It was a clique in high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, I remember, like, going, like, you know, to my cousin's house and, like, just like crying and being like so upset because I wasn't considered like you know bad, bad. or whatever. I wasn't a dime. Yeah. You know I wasn't you know a ten piece, and I could yeah. always remember thinking that like I'm just not gonna be that girl, and it's so weird. Like in my own time, I became, you know, the girl that I wanted to be. Yeah. In a way, I'm so happy I didn't just bend to that standard. Um, third, don't try to make yourself smaller in any way. You know, it's <laughs> apparent that I'm a tall person, Hello? and when I was younger, I hung with. I hung with a lot of really, 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 like, short girls. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is, you would see it in a lot of pictures of me when I was younger, I would kind of, like, hump over a little bit, or I would, like, you know, not wear heels, and if I was standing next to a guy, I would, like, sit down. In so many ways, I was trying to make myself smaller, but mm-hmm. what I was really doing is making my confidence smaller, too. Yep. And I don't know when it happened, but I'm at the point now where I'm, I don't give a fuck, all right? I'm tall <laughs> in every way. And I'm not going to belittle anything about myself for people around me. I'm just yep. not going to do that. So I'm happy I learned to kind of make peace with just not being a feminine woman in appearance. Mm-hmm. Because, again, that's very to- toxic. Somebody actually told me I look masculine recently. And I'm like, that's not a, a bad thing to yeah, me. Yeah, it's not. That's really not a bad thing to me. Like, it, that's not an insult that, oh, my God, sometimes you are, you have masculinity to you. You seem strong. You seem this, that, and the other. And like I told you, I almost told him, I'm so masculine. I'm so handsome that I could probably take your bitch if I wanted to. <laughs> and I was like, that's the truth. Like, that's that's part of my gag that I'm kind of androgynous looking when I feel like it. So, like, <laughs> I love that. Um, and also, I would tell myself, you were right. Because when I was a kid, I would tell my mom things that I, like, saw on TV. Like, if somebody in my family was doing the wrong thing or especially in my household, my mom and my stepdad had a real strained relationship mm-hmm. and I would point things out to her. I told my mom she was getting verbally abused one time and she told me it wasn't and I told her it was and she told me it wasn't and I got older and I told her, mom, that was and now she admits it. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I felt like a lot of adults tried to make me seem crazy yeah, no, for being same. a little bit progressive. Same. And I didn't have no older cousin like myself. Like, my little cousin, who's really progressive, has me to back her up. Yeah. But I didn't have no older cousin to back me up. So I just was wondering for a long time, like, am I wrong? Is my mom right? Is she not being verbally abused? Mm-hmm. Is this just a regular relationship? And it was not regular. It was not normal. And I knew in my gut it wasn't. So yeah. I would just tell myself that you were so right about that you were so right um, about, you know, certain people who made you uncomfortable. They mm-hmm. were wrong. And, you know, you shouldn't have had to go through that as a kid. So that's what I would tell myself. Um, Yeah. <coughs> oh, sorry, I'm coughing. <coughs> Time to move on until uh, toast for us. So this week we're toasting to Francesca yes. Sol Cheney. I think that's her name, but we're going to go with Francesca for now. She's a 21-year-old black girl who just opened her own vegan restaurant in 
Brooklyn. Yes. And like when we go to New York, I want I want to try to go there. Yeah, that'd be so cool if we could go there. That'd yes. be so decent. But she's 21 years old. Um, at one point, she was working three jobs, and she was a student. Um, she's vegan, and she just found it so hard to, one, find time to mm-hmm. make food. And when she needed food quickly, the only thing that was around was fast food places, and I do fucking identify with that. Yes. Like, if you need something quick, you're looking around like, damn, the only thing for me to get is french fries. So she wanted to create something that was both accessible and affordable so that people can have a quick vegan shop so if you are in new york definitely stop there and show this girl some love like so decent and i'm definitely gonna post her on the black girl um brunch instagram page at some point this week um yeah so now it's tea time oh my god (laughs) blue ivy had a gold bob wig yeah she looks so oh my god she is so freaking cute like i cannot she just, and the way she, like, smiles. She looks just like Beyonce when she smiles. She does. And when she, um, it was, like, I think it was, like, $19,000 or whatever. She, like, was, like, bidding. And <laughs> just, like, with ease. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, bidding, and she got outbidded by Tyler Perry, who's a that monster. Was ignorant. That was really ignorant of him. It was a photo of Sidney Portier. Portier, and he out and blue wanted it, and she she went hard for it. She really did. She, she kept did. bidding, she kept bidding, but you know Tyler Perry just uh, couldn't take it. I, I'm sorry. Now, like I've always kind of been like uh with towards Tyler Perry, but that really pissed me off. I know. let her have the painting. Because her parents got the money. Shit, it's not even about like you really going toe to toe with this little girl. Let her have it. Let Blue have it. But. I was just talking to somebody about how special Blue is. Like, this little girl is five years old. Why does she know how to behave so well in public? Like, I know she's been going th- to these shows and stuff for her whole life, but yes, she behaves so well. It's like, not to compare babies, but, like, remember when North was cutting up at that fashion yeah. show? <laughs> I ain't, uh, Blue Ivy, I saw her cut up one time at the airport, and honestly, I <laughs> cried at the airport. I would cry at the airport, too. It's too many people. And that's when Beyonce had that look like... <laughs> yeah, she had that Miss yeah. Tina eyebrow going yeah. on. Mm-mm-mm. But yes, Blue came through with the gold on. When I saw that bob, I nearly <laughs> melted. Like, she had a gold bob on. She said, you know what? Fuck hair fibers. I'm just going to go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with a new look. Gold cap yes, wig. Yes, and she did that. It was a bob. It was a bob. And I was so nice it's to her. It was a bob. <laughs> it was so nice of her to bring Jay-Z to. <laughs> it was very I nice. feel like. I was mad. I feel like though. Beyonce ex Jay Z, like ex Blue Ivy. Like, can your dad come? And she was like, "Fuck, mom, <laughs> really, really? It was supposed to be me, you, Grandma, the Golden Girls, yeah, not him." Because like I was, because like if okay, so if, one thing to know about me is since ever since I've ever had a phone, Beyonce has always been my screensaver. It's I've true. never had anybody else, and it's seasonal. Else, it's and seasonal. It's seasonal. I always change it, and it's always Beyonce, mm-hmm. and. Now my screensaver is Beyonce and Blue, mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, I want it because it was it was Beyonce and Solange one time, yeah. and now it's like Beyonce and Blue, mm-hmm. and I wanted to like keep that up like Beyonce and Blue since they're like being out in public more and being photographed more. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make Beyonce and Blue my screensaver again, but lo and fucking behold, Jay Z junkying up the picture. <laughs> He and really did not need to be in that picture because he, he wasn't smiling. Like he and I need to figure out. Like I have photo editing apps, and I need to figure out how I can like. Just can take you him Photoshop Miss Tina into the picture? 
I think I can, I might be able to. That would be a screensaver worth having because the photo is so great. Like, Blue is serving so much face, and, like, she got her little ankle twisted. Like, it's just so He needs. To, he's really junky, and, and he don't even have gold on. No, he didn't. That's another thing. I'm like, I feel like if it was Diddy, he would have committed with the family, but. Yeah, Diddy would have probably had the, a gold bob on. <laughs> yeah, he would have had a gold wig on, too. <laughs> Oh my god! I was going, if anyone has ever seen Guardians of the Galaxy too, there's like <laughs> gold people in there. I feel like that's how Diddy would look. If you've seen it, you'll think it's funny. I need to see it. Yeah, it's funny. Um, next, uh, SZA um said her next album might be her last. She album. said that before, but honestly. They said she said it with a smile on her face, so she could have been joking. But the thing is, like, SZA is a songwriter and like she can't she did she came to do what she came to do what the girl should have did yep and she did it and now <laughs> she's like okay like some like okay so people like in Hollywood and like the celebrity world some people need to just be okay with the idea that like maybe this one thing is what you came here to do and then you just want to live after that do That's little like things Cardi B is on that tip. yeah like I feel like um Cardi B is on that tip and I feel like um, I feel like Sierra Loki did that, and like yeah. that's why I don't give her as much shit as I used to. Cause like, about her not yeah, really because I hard. loved her as an artist, but like now I feel like she just wants to live and she be happy. She just wants to be a and, mother. Yeah, and she's like doing little things. And maintain things. her fame, and get a fat check, exactly. live a great life, be beautiful with her husband. Exactly, and I like that. And like um, Jessica Alba is kind of doing that. Like she doesn't really, she doesn't act anymore. I not believe that not. Much, no. Like she does her honest company thing, and mm-hmm. like she's doing, you know, and just living. And like Chrissy some people. Tegan. She don't model no more. She's yeah. just doing something different, and so, there's nothing wrong and, with that. Yeah, and people need to be okay with the idea. Like, I feel like some people feel, like, pressured, like, oh, I got to do this, like this, Beyonce this, Beyonce and yeah, like, Rihanna. But Beyonce, I feel like it would, like, that would mess up the, like, equilibrium of the, like, the earth. earth. Yeah. Like, so she has to. So, like, yeah. I feel like she should be left out of this. I feel like if Beyonce is alive and she can't perform, like, all, like, livestock, everything would just start dying. Yeah, I and feel like that also. It'd be on CNN. It's like something's happened. Yeah. Like, there's like a virus in the world. And I feel like... And it's because she's not performing. Yeah, and I feel like low-key Rihanna is doing that. But, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like she's going to come back. But I feel like Rihanna is just like, you know, like, I just want to fuck around and, like, do some stuff and, like, I'm living. Yeah, I feel like Rihanna is definitely going to come back. But you know what? If you go on... She's... What Rihanna called a break is starting a amazing beauty company yeah. running a fashion line <laughs> by starting a lingerie line which I heard here she's t- doing so Rihanna's break is still everyone else is my dream yeah. Rihanna's break is my dream that is wild to me but I feel like I feel like SZA is a writer like I feel like she would be definitely content with being a writer like Esther Dean yeah like you know I feel like she Harry um Hilson honestly oh yeah and um like Seven ne- Streeter yeah and Neo I feel like even yeah. though I'm not a big fan of him he is a hell of a writer mm-hmm. um but yeah, I feel like people like need to normalize that and like you know it's okay. the stuff where that it's okay to like just do what you came to do, mm-hmm. and then that's okay if you just want to like live after that and lay low. Yeah, please, I totally understand. Because it's somewhere, somewhere somebody is still gonna be checking for you. Mm-hmm. Especially SZA, like she's talented as fuck. Yeah. But she said, "I'm still miserable. My world got so much smaller so fast. I have so much to write about. I feel like I'm in a cage. I'm making the best album of my life for this next album, and I know that because it's going to be my last album." And um, 
I could totally see her Lauren Hill in it. Yeah. But she has like like that feeling of like feeling caged up to the point where you gotta write like not to be dramatic I feel like that when, when I like need to get to the podcast like when there's yeah. gossip going on I'm, I need to get in here and talk about it like that's such a good feeling to have about something yeah. that is your living so mm-hmm. I do doubt that it'll be her last album but I can see her like her next album being so fucking fantastic that she just takes a break until she feels something else Yeah, because she's a writer like yeah she's a writer Okay, so next up, we actually have... Uh, we don't got to talk about this for too long, but Rihanna drags Snapchat <laughs> to fucking filth. Yes, and I was definitely here for it because, first of all, that update is fucking trash. It's trash.com. It's such trash. And so what they did was they ran an app or some type of game that said, would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? Okay. Terrible. That um, is so tacky. It's dated. Dated, very dated. And it's ignorant. Like, you know what I mean? How did, like, I don't get what the fuck is going on with Snapchat, but, like, stuff slipped through the cracks. I like, feel like they like are that, doing a social experiment, like, how to not run an app. Yeah. How to ruin something great. Exactly, because, like, I remember one time, remember when it was Bob Marley's birthday and it had that filter that was literally blackface? Yeah. And they, I forgot what it was for, but they had another filter that was literally yellow face. It was like the mock of like how they say like Asian people look. It was like buck teeth yeah. and like small eyes. And then they did it was it was another one. No, I think it was just the black face and a yellow face thing. Um, oh, and the, some of the uh, the filters making your skin like you know forty shades lighter. It's like what the fuck like. That stuff that Snapchat we Snapchat was so fun. Like, yeah, that you stuff could do it that we events. ignored. That, yeah, that stuff to be ignored. But cause, yeah, because I had wanted a Snapchat filter for like my birthday or like if we had like yeah, you know, an event, event or, something or something like that. And Instagram, like Insta clips or Insta story, whatever the fuck, it's not as fun as far as filters it's, and stuff. It's not. I don't really. I used the filter for the first time today on there. It's not. Um, but yeah, I don't really like their filters, but I thought I would never use Insta stories, but I was like, actually, like, it's not that I bad. get more views. I know more people on Instagram than yeah. Snapchat, so I'm having fun with it, but I really do miss the filters. I really enjoy Snapchat, but I have not been doing it. But I haven't been, but like, the the t- like, you can use the filter and then save it. In the oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. That's what I do now, and I'm not deleting <laughs> Snapchat because I got a lot of memories on it i got like two years worth of like saved snaps yeah. and stuff like that so i'm not but i'm not it. using it i'm not like... updating it i'm making sure that i'm not updating it but um rihanna said now snapchat i know you already know you ain't my favorite app out here <laughs> but i'm just trying to figure out what the what was the point of this mess i'd love to call the ignorance but i know you ain't that dumb you spent money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to domestic violence victims and made a joke of it this isn't about my personal feelings because i don't have much of them wow but all the women children and men that have been victims of domestic violence in the past, and especially the ones who haven't made it out yet, you let us down. Shame on you. Throw the whole apology away. <laughs> now, I, she, that was a good-ass read. And because of that, they've lost 800, $800 million in market value just because of one sassy black girl's remark. So I'm just like, let it be known that you know, th- that type of ignorance is not going to be tolerated. And you could really, really lose a lot of money because, you know what, if if they just upset her and she kept it to herself, she couldn't have done no damage. Mm-hmm. So be careful who you upset, especially when their name is uh, Rihanna. Moving on to uh, the Bodega Boys versus DJ Envy. <laughs> 
Now, if you know me, actually, I don't think I've ever talked about this publicly a lot. I love <laughs> Jesus and Mero. Yes, I love them I'm as well. I'm an avid listener of the Bodega Boys. Sabria is a avid watcher of their show on Viceland. Um, shout out to Viceland. Shout out to Viceland, man. That's a fucking. That's a goal. That's yeah, a that dream. Is. Y'all need some. Black, <laughs> y'all need some Viceland. If y'all listening, y'all need black girls on your channel. <laughs> and so, we're the ones. And we're the ones. But um, yeah, they are decent. Like they're funny. I really think they're kind of the boy versions of us. Yeah, and like real shit. And that's honestly if. Y'all listen to the Bodega Boys if when you're done listening to us. Like it's so fucking. And funny, also y'all. like the fact that they like if I had the coin, I would probably be as, as obsessed like with sneakers as it like it makes me mad that I can't be on like their sneaker level. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, love They're I a good example them. of how cis men cannot be offensive and funny at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Like they're the first cis straight black men that I heard say like you can't tell trans people what's not offensive and that's when I was I was in it and I low key am in love with Jesus just, just low key cause he he is the single one and he seriously is just like oh my god I don't know anyway you know as part of their gag on their show they were talking about DJ Envy who decided to go on the reel with his wife Gia and talk about their past scandal like they decided to talk about their dirty laundry for you know publicity or whatever the case maybe and what they do is they watch a clip and then they add like little funny commentary and stuff so dj envy's wife was saying how i didn't know all i know was rush on i didn't know dj envy so real quick jesus said but you knew them dj envy checks though <laughs> and kept it going yeah. that's funny yeah and like jesus is like he's very like he's goofy and like they're both like silly and telling jokes like they're they tell jokes that like you laugh at like even if they're making fun of you you laugh at yeah. it because of how they're saying it it's exactly. not malicious or anything and, and they'll keep going like they yeah. there's nothing embarrass nothing embarrasses them but they have a line they have some respectability to what they say yeah they're not disrespectful comedians mm-hmm. which is hard to find out here so anyway when they go on a breakfast club you know they expecting just a normal interview, like okay, this is like a decent career bo- um, boost. In the past, they have kikied with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne, so they excited. They think it's gonna be fun. So why does DJ Envy introduce them as <laughs> dickhead and pussy? Now I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that, but I've re- I, I like several sources told said that that's what he did. He introduced them as dickhead and pussy. So imagine walking in an interview and you're like. Okay, Guess that's a joke. Fine. <laughs> so you like you know you laughing and he. <laughs> like imagine we go to the breakfast club and they be like, "Hey, bitch and fuck face." I would not. The, as much I'd be like, shit, "What's up?" As, as much shit we talk about them, I would not be surprised. I know. And you know what? I would go on to breakfast club. Ammo the fuck. I feel like yes. nobody really is ammo the way yes, we like, would. Yes, like I really would. I'd be like, first of all, Angela, you, you fucking pushing fifty, and you still <laughs> acting like you fucking twelve. You sound four, yeah, and you act four. <laughs> Charlemagne, sis, <laughs> sis, didn't you used to be Team Chocolate? DJ Envy, you look like a fucking Sharpay <laughs> over there. <laughs> With them little necks you got going on. Anyway, they came there really trying to have fun. So, 
DJ Envy immediately was like, you know, I found a real disrespectful, you know, how what you said about my wife. And Jesus was like, what I say about your wife? And they played the clip. And he was like, all right, well, my bad. Now, he gave DJ Envy way more than I would have gave him. Because the first thing I would have been like. But I was laughing because he was like, for real Envy? Like, <laughs> he said, for real Envy, that joke? That's what, he, said, he said, for real Envy, you mad at that joke? I would feel so stupid if somebody smiled at me and said, for real? <laughs> like, that shit. But like, he, well, maybe I'm blowing off the casket. <laughs> I was like, you know what, my bad. Anyway, you got some projects coming up. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'd have been like, you ashy motherfucker. The only one who's disrespected your wife is um, you when you was ball deep, balls deep in Erica <laughs> Minna. <laughs> Sorry. I'm balls deep. I picture her with like Tim's on. <laughs> and I'm disrespectful fucking. Yeah. You want to take Yetta's off? <laughs> <laughs> I picture his um his like pants around his ankles like that's but I heard I hear the T is that he lied about being separated with, from his wife and she seemed like a dizzy enough bitch. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she, she was. seemed dizzy. So regardless, you know they apologized, but he still was mad, huffing and puffing. And Meryl even told them like I got my spanks on, we can go out and scrap, and he ain't say shit. But then he left because he was so mad and he was so heated. And Jesus and Meryl was looking like, well that's fucking corny. Like you invite someone on your show and then you leave, and then of course they roasted him when they show later that night and he was like they should have said that to my face how they gonna say that shit to your face when you, you left? left my nigga oh my god no people in the breakfast club are so lucky that nobody truly comes there you know who i feel like would read them to filth crystal yeah i feel like she she uh they ain't gonna invite her they yeah. scared they ain't never gonna invite her on that show did she do something with Charlamagne? Like on the, she the did show? it before. Like she invited him, but then once he made those comments about um J- um Janet Mock. Oh yeah. And with Louisville Duval, she, she, I think that's when she ended it. And she was like, "No, because you teach Charlamagne over and over and over again, and he still doesn't learn anything." Yeah. And like the, the comments that they have said to people, like how they terrorize little mama. They he disrespects women for a living. Yes. But when it's his light skinned wife and it's a throwaway joke, then he can't take it. I'm like. That's your- Jesus, so, you are so nice. I would have never in my life. I know because that's such a like. You should feel like a dickhead getting that heated up. Cause like, what about other like niggas that come like niggas like tw- say Twenty One Savage? Mm-hmm. He would never have that heart to say no shit like that. Never in his life. But I'm like, Jesus and Meryl are from the Bronx. Keep thinking they sweet just because, like, you know, they like the giggle and stuff. These yeah. niggas is from the fucking Bronx. And I'm sure that Meryl was serious when he said, like, we can fight. Because he said it two times. He said it two times to him. He said, I mean, we can fight. And then he said it again, like, what, me, a celebrity boxing match, me and DJ Envy. And he ain't say shit. So it's like... Just, you keep not cheating on your wife, and you worry about that. That shit was so weird. Like, you really, I'm just thinking about, like, how <laughs> dumb do you feel? Like, you, as somebody, like, he's smiling at you, and, like, you he getting, said, really you're like, no, like, you getting, like, that heated. What a dumb fuck. Okay. Dickhead. So, um, we can real quick just talk about how Amber Rose had to defend um, her son. Now, Amber Rose is somebody, when she gives a good read, damn, does she give a good read. Like, yeah, remember did. that time she had to come at Kanye West because he, like, you know, wanted to get funny? Like, I feel like when she is on to get a good read, she is. Now, she say a lot of dumb shit, and we talked about that in the past for sure. But, you know, what she is is a damn good mother. Yeah, she, she is. She, she, nobody can take that from her. She's a damn good mother. She really, really is. And Taylor Swift 
you know, awarded, I mean, sent um, Bash some tickets. And Bash was so excited, you mm-hmm. know, regardless of Taylor Swift being a demon, children don't know that. Yeah. You know, like. Because my students had me playing from my Apple Music that I pay, <laughs> my hard earned money. They had me fucking playing uh, Bad Blood. <laughs> And I played that shit. And guess what? When I was in high school, I was like, Romeo, take me somewhere. <laughs> I used to love Taylor Swift. Please. Even thought Kanye West was wrong when he cut her off. Yeah, I never was there. But, no, I was. I thought, I mean, I was, I, I wouldn't admit it in front of white people, but I was like, that was kind of me. But he I was, was right. I thought that shit was funny from the jump. You did. You always said that was hilarious. <laughs> anyway... You can't take that away from her. That was really nice that she gave him yeah, a that personalized was so, package yeah, it was with so a letter cute. and stuff like that, regardless of her being a snake. Like, that's what she did for him. He was excited. And, of course, the ignoramuses, both men and women, were talking about, oh, but you, pretty much calling a little boy gay because he was excited about— And so the fuck, what if he—basically what Amber yeah. Rose was saying. So Amber Rose says, shout out to all the hyper-masculine men and ignorant, dumbass women that will call a five-year-old gay for liking Taylor Swift. This is why young kids kill themselves, and this is also why our society is fucked up. Hey. Like, liking a certain type of music will not make you pick your sexuality, you dumb fucks. Hey. P.S. My son just got accepted in the most prestigious private school in Los Angeles because he's smart as fuck and creative <laughs> as fuck like his parents. Hey. We allow him to be himself. He can listen to whatever music he likes. He can like whatever color he wants, and we let him be passionate about whatever his little heart desires. Yeah. We don't make our son live by society's norm. That's why he's special. Let's do better for the next generation, people. Grow the fuck up and teach your kids to love and not hate. PSS, regardless if he's gay or straight, when he gets older, he will be around the most amazing loving people that will support him no matter what. Here's the kicker. He also has more money in his bank account than any of you trolls could imagine. LOL. Fuck out of here. Bloop, bloop. Okay, so... (laughs) Uh, imagine being a hater and then being like, yes, a five-year-old not only knows how to say um, translucent, he not only, you know, has blonde hair, he's not only He can creative, enunciate. He, yeah, but he has more money than me. And here I am in the shade room talking shit. <laughs> here I am. Me and my pot belly talking shit. There's always bitches with pot bellies. Niggas, too, that talk shit and dirty knuckles. Yeah, like, leave him the fuck alone. Like, the ordeal. little boy I is perfect. I would never say anything about a kid. Like, never. Like, kid, kids off are limits. off fucking limits. Off limits. That's off limits. Even if me and Sabria, like, Kiki, and, like, say a joke, I would never get on this podcast and say something about somebody's child. I just simply would not do that. It's not. It's never worth it. It's never okay. But Sebastian... That's who you don't touch. That's my don't. dream son, that Sebastian. Same. I want that little boy to be my son so bad. He is so smart. He he almost made me not want to have kids. I'm like, if you don't, they don't live up to Sebastian's standards. Like, <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? Sebastian and Blue V, Blue V, <laughs> Blue Ivy are the creme de la creme of children. Yeah, honestly, I love them. And those two. It, w- <clears throat> I would just be let down. <laughs> if my kid is not a trip like them two, I'm like, you know what? Motherhood was a waste. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I got fat for this. Is it returns? <laughs> Return policy? <laughs> so, okay, breakups and break-ins. Cardi B supposedly pregnant. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying, I, I'm not getting amped up about it unless she say something. 
Yeah. I'm not. I'm not, but I feel like she is. If she is, then okay. Like, here's what we we need to stop doing. And I need to check myself on this as well. Like, just because a woman has a baby does not mean that it's over for them. No. These niggas be having a fucking... I did not know Offset had three fucking kids. I just don't... I agree with you. When you have a child, it's not over for you because obviously self-titled came up out after Beyonce had her baby, okay? Mm-hmm. And Lemonade, another work for the culture, um, happened after she had her baby. So I don't believe it's over for you once you have a child. But I do believe, like, simply because we have to be the ones who carry the children, that there's going... That's a nine-month setback for real, for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and is. you lose... And especially when your image is... part, Like, part of your image is, like, your body and stuff like that, as it is for Cardi B. I'm just like, how's that going to happen? But then look at Tamar. Tamar released Love and War when she was pregnant. Yep. Came back and like was like on top of it i just don't think it's a good idea you know to be a rapper not have your you know first your first cd dropped yet and then go get fucking pregnant when you have access you're rich you have so much access to not only birth control the best shit i was about to say because i i fucking love birth control nobody knows how much I fucking love her. Like, I would be so protective of and my career. I am. My like, career don't even exist right now. <laughs> and Right? Like, I was like, oh, um, let me uh, holler at you about that IUD. Like, that's how I was. Like, I just, like, as we're talking on this podcast, like, I just registered to fucking track the shipment of my IUD. Like, that's how obsessed I am with, like, protecting my shit. Like, <laughs> no, dead ass, like, Mm-mm. I, this podcast ain't even like popping yet and I'm like every time a nigga try to get close to me I'm like, I know what you want you want my things you want my fame you want my podcast <laughs> like, like bitch nobody care about your podcast nut ass podcast yeah and <laughs> I'm like and I'm like I'm working out like I am sacrificing like cheat meals like exactly. no fucking way right 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 and I just I don't it's I'm just, just I I, I kind of am disappointed in her if she is pregnant because I'm like, Cardi, like, huh. I just felt like I didn't be on top for a year. I didn't know that nigga had three kids. That's what's um, tripping me the fuck out. And he our age. It's kind of gross. In he my our opinion. age. It's just, and I'm picturing myself having. What's three wrong kids. with y'all niggas? Like, are y'all okay? Like, do y'all know that when you nut unprotectedly? It's only science. That it's only fucking science. Like, when, if I have. A son, and he decide to that you know, uh, this is about I like women, like whatever. Um, God forbid I have straight kids, but like <laughs> if I do, um, <laughs> if I do, like I just want to be like you ask, you question this person, are they on birth control? Like ask them, like that needs to be a question that people ask, yeah. and it's no shame. Like at first I didn't like. I was on birth control, but I didn't tell. Because mm-hmm. I think I remember we was talking about it. Like, we said something about, or I think you said something about, like, they might tell you to try to, like, stop taking it or whatever. Yeah. But the person that I was with, he was dumb, but he ain't play that shit. Mm-hmm. Even though I was on birth control, we never, like, had raw sex. Like, right. he always used, like, you know, and then we had a one scare. We had one scare, and that's when I like got on birth control mm-hmm. but after that scare I was on birth control and we used like you know 
no like contraception oh so, my god i don't even you know, tell these niggas i'm on birth control because you strapping up anyway because yeah no we I like we I, going double we going double tap that bitch because yeah, i don't no, got no time and i've had pregnancy scares because i'm irrational because i'm crazy i've done everything right and i still I'll, I'll be on birth control use a condom and still be scared to death that i'm pregnant because that's how bad i'm like it would be in the way right now yeah. but yeah cardi good luck if you are I mean, time will tell. A human will appear. Because the thing is, I'm just but, thinking, like, how's she going to do performances and stuff? I'm just, like, at this point, I really don't think that she cares as much as we do about her career. Yeah, to be no. honest with you, I think she I did just, not expect this fame. She didn't. I think that Bodak Yellow is going to be, you know, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think that she kind of tapped tapped out like she don't like the attention she can't handle the attention yeah. she gotta always talk back and like she don't have the mentality to handle it and like uh even though Nicki Minaj is not as transparent as Cardi B maybe that's what gave her the longevity in this game so far not she's been around for over 10 years at this point Cardi yeah. B I mean Nicki Minaj and she knows when to shut the fuck up and I think that that's something that Cardi B has to learn how to do yeah cause like I sympathize with her with it because I feel like I could have the potential to be like that but after a while I would get tired of it oh god but like my little one twitter beat got me exhausted yeah I was cause like when cause I was talking to like one of my co-workers about this Mm -hmm. um like, when, you know, everybody knows that my friend Liz was on America's Next Time Model. And, like, me, like, say whatever you want about me, whatever. Like, but, like, when you talk about people that, like, I love, that's when I fucking snap. So, I, like, it was constant, like, going back and forth with people, like, trying to defend her or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I would just tell all my, my close friends, I'm like, don't do no, no shit like that again. Don't ever go on no fucking shows. Because I be really about to fight people. Yeah, so, remember you got into a beef with the Patties Pie guy? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, it's like, I'm like, don't do no shit like that again. None of my friends, like, yeah. family, like, nobody. Because I just, I, so I get it. Like, even it's though. It's hard. It's your friend. Yeah. yeah. And it, it does annoy me, you know, when Cardi but B responds. Your, but I, sometimes I sympathize. I don't get it when you have millions of dollars. Like, who gets a fuck yeah, I was about to say, what I'm you just say saying, about I'm me? I'm speaking from a broke perspective. But, like, if I had money, I probably wouldn't be and on my phone day. as much. It's every day. Like, imagine responding to everybody. Yeah, I remember how does she have the energy to do that shit? You're you know, getting booked. Yeah, because you know how um you could see like certain people comments. Somebody said something about Offset having all those kids, and then she replied, and "Was like I'm not dumb or something like that." And I'm like, and it was in the shade room that she replied yeah, to. Yeah, it's like, literally about girl. to be your fiance. We know you don't have a problem with it because you're getting married to him. Yeah, you don't like, have to respond to this dusty ass again, probably pot belly person in the shade room. <laughs> you don't have to respond to that person. Like you don't yeah, have to respond to him at I'm all. Like, so baby, like let it flow. Do better cardi b but you know good luck if you are pregnant i'm sure she is because why the fuck else would she wear that puffy ass dress to the i heart radio <laughs> awards or whatever it's called that drone was puffy as fuck. um real and another just two quick updates one aisha curry is pregnant with her yeah. third you baby. didn't know that i did not know that and i just wanted to bring that in bring that up because i didn't see it but you know she's somebody that i'm like not shocked when she gets pregnant yeah. because like she's you know that mom that wife that working woman like she she's somebody that when I if I can't really model motherhood after her because I would have a nervous breakdown she seemed like she got this mother shit this that mommy shit on lock yeah and I mm-mm. she a whole different beast like Amber Rose <laughs> is the kind of mom I relate to just a little bit more yeah um but good luck to her like they're gonna bring in another green-eyed baby into this world and I didn't know OT Genesis and Malika were dating. Did you yeah, know that? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew. I that. did not know that, so I also wanted to bring that up. 
Like they've been dating since November, apparently. I just think that's so funny. Like that old, is funny. Like, OT Genesis. <laughs> like and who I didn't even know what he looked like until recently. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I need to see OT Genesis? Well, I watched the video for um no. I'm in love with the Coco. That was the first, his first. Yeah, singer. I mean, I yeah, like his songs too. So I'm like, why do I do this? Like, I can like people, and I have, could have no desire. Yeah, because I remember I sh- <laughs> showed you Metro Boomer, and you was like, "What?" I'm like, "What the fuck?" You yeah, know? <laughs> it's a lot of rappers. I have no clue what they look like. Um, Black Youngster, I just realized what he looked like because he's funny as fuck. He is so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God he don't say nothing stupid. I mean, but... he probably is, but. <sighs> I'm so mad. You know, it's just you can't ever be fans of somebody because they. Be I like, know because like every fucking bitches. I, know, I hate dark skinned women. You were like, oh god. I know just like this rapper that I like that was ign- first of all I'm not even that mad because like he was ignorant from the fucking jump and then when I saw him say something like what did he say he said bitches get beat up every day or something like that and I'm like what the fuck but I'm like you know what moving on yeah because he was ignorant from the jump. <laughs> All right, next up in the sunken place, we got, first of all, her name is Veronica Vega. I called her Victoria Vega. <laughs> I, I just went with it. I said, oh, yeah. Have you seen the show Vic- Victorious? <laughs> yeah. That's her name. <laughs> I'm really a child. <laughs> so, Love and Hip Hop um, Miami has been, like, who would have known any season of Love & Hip Hop would give us such a great conversation on, like, colorism? I know. Like, this is what it fucking took for y'all to believe in it or, like, to understand and, like, yeah. see that it's real. Like, fucking Love & Hip Hop. I know. Like, you know, I'm mad, but, like, you know, cool. Yeah, I guess I'll take it. But, yeah. uh, you know, Amara Lenagra has been through... That is truly a strong girl, and I guess that has a lot to do with the fact that she's been going through it her whole life. Because, honestly, like, I feel like would be ready to fight. Yeah, like, she she has just gone through so much with, you know, people not believing her and telling her to pick her side. And this Veronica um, Vega girl, I really think she's fucking jealous of Amara Lenaga. Yeah, I feel like she just, because she probably think, like, why the fuck don't I had that clout? Like, I'm light-skinned. I got a ponytail. Yes, and she's been saying, she's been saying nigga a lot. And even Trina, like, you know, asked her why she said it and this and the other. And she said in... Uh, interviews pretty much that she's from Hialeah whatever the fuck in some part of Miami where it's like hood as fuck and she said I'm from Miami and in the community I grew up in we use the word as a form of endearment and most times to refer to a male. I was introduced to it when I learned English in school by my peers. It's a word that is very much a part of our culture. Now get this she's half Cuban and half um, Venezuelan according to her logic right? Yeah. But all of a sudden, during a reunion, she goes, I'm black. She says she's black. Bitch, don't just say you're black just because you want to say the N-word. Exactly. And I'm like, not fucking black, Venezuelans be like, I think they're Spanish, right? Venezuela? No, that's definitely, I mean, but yeah, they're Latina. um, They're Latino. But, like, you know how it's different? Because, like, like people... I don't think Venezuela's not in Spain, though. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Because, like, people who are, like, Puerto Rican and stuff, like, they're Latino. And, like, if you're from Spain, like, you're Spanish. Like, you're not, like... Yeah, I don't think Venezuela is in Spain. I'm almost certain that it's not. Let me just double check. No, it's in South America. So, oh. it's, like, yeah, Brazil. Brazil oh, yeah, true, or something true, like true, that. True. So... I had a project in Spanish class on Venezuela, so <laughs> that's why I felt confident, but that was 
a while ago. But anyway, and she's half Cuban, which obviously a lot of Cubans, like Juju, can be Afro-Latina. So there is a chance that she could have had, you know, like a grandmom that maybe was a dark-skinned, like, Cubana or something like that. But at the end of the day, you wasn't black before. You just want to use the N-word so fucking bad that all of a sudden you dig it in your heritage to find somebody with the one drop rule in you. Like, you are you are damn near white passing. You are not black. You cannot say the N-word. They're like, what's, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, why are y'all so thirsty to say nigger? Like, it's not even that, like, it's, not, it's, it's really not that deep. And she used black as a, um, I think she's using black as an adjective. And what I really did not like is that when her and Amara was um, arguing, she said, you're a fake-ass hoe with fake-ass hair representing a culture that you don't even fucking understand. How is Amara representing a culture she don't understand when you saying that you fucking black and you're not? Like, I'm confused. Is she saying that Amara don't understand... uh, Dominican culture or is she saying that Amar don't understand black culture because she understands both because she's yeah. part of both and when you look like her it's pretty hard not to understand being black it really really is so Veronica you know nobody was ever checking for you I heard you got a video with like 2 million views or something like that but I think I what you that. really are upset about is that this dark skinned girl this chocolate girl is this chocolate Latina girl is suppressing suppressing you because you probably been used to winning as a light skinned Latina and a lot of lighter people within communities have their issues where they don't understand what they're doing wrong. They don't want to be held accountable. And she also said colorism wasn't an issue for her. Of course, it's not an issue for you. Yeah, You're damn near white. Yeah. Why would colorism affect you? So you get to say Amara's colorism uh, experience isn't real just because yours is. So yeah, she is in a sunken place. She's dumb as fuck. I want to. I've never wanted to delete somebody from a show <laughs> that I don't even watch. Like I don't even watch the show, but the clips and like the sound bites of her, they just irritate the fuck she out think, of me. She thinks that she is so right. Like I feel like nothing anybody says like resonates with her. It's just like all. Oh, flies over her head. She's like, no, like, I, like, I'm living, so yeah. my opinion is We the is same to white people. We the same to white people. Like, um, just because white people hate us both don't mean that we, there isn't a difference in treatment. That's like when black men just group black women in them, their experience to be the same. They don't know, like, no, yeah, we may both get it bad, but we're battling some other shit, too. Or, like, when white women just assume all women are women and don't think, like, no, but black women, we're different. Like, you know, so, yeah, just fuck you, girl. I would rather be talking about <laughs> Victoria Vega <laughs> from Victorious. <laughs> I really said, fuck you, girl. <laughs> no, seriously. All right, common sense this time. Oh, oh my God. Ciao. Please. Why was y'all acting a fool in Miami (laughs) for spring break? First of all, I'm still out. Like The concept of people going on vacation for spring break is is fucking crazy to me. I was about to say, I I didn't even leave New York for spring break. (laughs) I'm 
say in my fucking dorm? Spring break. I went right back to my museum job to pick up some hours. I'm like, oh, spring break is an opportunity oh, yeah. to work. I think that's, yeah, that's what I did. I worked. I worked in New York. And I was in the cold-ass dormitory by myself. <laughs> I um, spent one spring break away from home, and I was in Scranton. I would have rather been home, to be honest with you. I was it, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I with feel my like family. I never came home for spring break. But I'm talking about in high school. And mine was in high school. Oh, high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, never gone on vacation a, for a single spring break. I can't fucking afford to. Like, what yeah. the hell? Like, And when I used to, that's another thing I wish I could tell the younger me, is with that <laughs> shit you see on MTV, you ain't going to experience that, sis. You simply ain't going to experience that. So, yeah, I really thought I was going to be experienced. I thought I was going to be like, um, like, <laughs> like in a 90s music video, like dancing around. Nobody yeah, be like, all I want to do is zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> shake, baby, shake, baby, one, two, three. No, I was work baby, work baby, one, two, three. My broke ass. Yeah. Please. Oh, like your total is 788. <laughs> like the bathrooms are over there. And if you look to your left, <laughs> you'll find our cafeteria. Today's special is soup. <laughs> like, fuck out of here. Anyway, a lot of people, you know, like you said, they got on spirit. And they flew to Miami. Yeah. And they just acted a and, fool. Like, what the fuck do they give y'all? Instead of, like, crackers, do they give y'all crack on spirit? Like, because <laughs> like, people was just turned up. They were acting super crazy. I saw a video um, of this one girl. She was, like, twerking real crazy. And the guy, like, licked or kissed her butt or something like that. That and is so wild. Like, what energy possesses you to do that? Because I don't want to be near that vibe. Like, I yeah. don't. No, that is so wild. But Licking someone's ass? <laughs> 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 oh, no, I'm so, <laughs> so disgusting. Like, like, diff- like you don't know the person. Like, when I've licked ass, I've known the person. <laughs> or vice versa, getting your ass licked. Yeah, I was gonna say like it was because he licked mine, and I said, "Well," and, and I wasn't on the beach. Like, I wasn't. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were in the bedroom. <laughs> It, and it was anything goes at that point. Like, it's not, like, imagine, like, being in your bikini twerking, and then you feel a wet-ass tongue. Oh, my God. I was fucking, oh, Lord. I picture, like, a Scooby-Doo lick, too. Like, raggy. Oh, and, you know, speaking of that, the nigga who licked that girl butt, why he got booking info in his, um... Bio uh, Yeah. This is what I fucking hate about, like... Twitter. Our, our generation. And viral like culture. That. Yeah, viral culture. Like, you do one thing, and you think, like, like that fucking kid who took the selfie at the Super Bowl, he got a paid selfie kid, and then he take a celeb- picture selfies with all these celebrities. I'm like, sit your goofy ass the fuck down. <laughs> Well, this guy, he licks this girl's butt while she's dancing. He's talking about some booking for appearances. But so you can lick everybody? Ew! <laughs> Scooby-Doo ass nigga. <laughs> He's a raggy ass nigga. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the girl wrote to this guy. I was like, hey, can you take that video down? Because, you know, and he was like, no. Which bugged the fuck out that of me. That is him. so <laughs> fucking I'm, annoying. Imagine having a man and getting too wild in Miami and seeing your video on the internet and you come as a woman. Woman to woman. Sister, sis. You come to a nigga like, hey, can you take that down? And him like, no, I like it. And I'm like, that's that was a... a uh, such a a creepy dude mood. Like, if you saw this guy, he like a short, like, chubby guy. And I'm like, ooh, I thought short, chubby guys were supposed to be nice. And, like, just for him to not be, that made me so fucking pissed off. And it was some big scandal about, like, yeah, don't let your girls go to Miami. But the real fucking kicker is that video of the girl uh, 
get rawed in the elevator. Oh my god, that shit! I wish that I had that thing that Will Smith had in fucking Men in Black when we erase stuff in your memory because in my head, vividly, I could just see it how everything played out. It was so. It was so. I felt disgusting. like I did something wrong. Yeah, and mind you, I was at work scrolling down my timeline when I seen it, and of course I watched it because I'm like, are you kidding me? In the elevator, and there were people coming in, like, and they didn't seem shocked at all. That and who, was, except for that one guy. Oh, yeah, that one guy, but he was watching in a way. I would have ran back to Philly if I would have went, like, saw that. I would have literally <laughs> well, that's like when far I saw, as Gump style. That's, before it was a house next to my house, it was these crackheads having sex outside my <laughs> I window. Was <laughs> no, that shit was slow and it was sloppy and his dick was soft. And I was at high school, we was watching it. Me and my, Jarrell, if you listening, do you fucking remember? What if Jarrell did? It wasn't even know he was watching. I don't, know if he, I don't know if it was Jarrell or James. But me and my cousins, they it was these fucking crackheads fucking outside of my house. And I wanted to go outside and bang pots and pans. But my, we just was, like, in shock. Like, they really, like, and they was trying their hardest. Oh. But this nigga was really fucking this girl in the elevator. And they just looked, I don't know. I've never been that drunk where I'm like, because even when I was drunk and I did have, you know, drunk sex, it was the worst fucking sex. First of all, <laughs> TMI, but I was dry as fuck. <laughs> dry as fuck and my coochie was hurting so bad and he was like and I and I was like I was like I'm dry and then, you said that you said that out loud yes I did Ew, then I was like you hurt my coochie and he was like I'm sorry he was like I'm sorry and then it was just like <laughs> so I don't get why people have the gall to have drunk sex because yo shut the fuck up <laughs> because when that I was like this is the worst I'm like because I just was because I because it was that night when we all was crying it was that night when I was when I was crying and we all, remember you dropped us off oh yeah yeah it was, yeah. <laughs> My ex, and it was just like, and I was in his room, and then I started crying about some, whatever. And then we, like, was, like, you know, touching each other, whatever. And I'm falling asleep. First of all, I'm half asleep. Like, you want to do this? Like, whatever. I'm like, yeah. And then I just was like, this is, because people were like, oh, yeah, drunk sex is the best. That's why I'm like. No, tipsy is. Tipsy sex is the tipsy, best. Tipsy, but I drunk was sex, fucking smammered. First of all, I can't even, like, get my keys out when I'm drunk. <laughs> I was tip, no, tipsy sex is the best because you like, because you like, okay, now I'm No, bold, you're right. But tipsy I know sex going is because right, I was tipsy before, but I was really like, you know, mm-hmm. like those memes of like when your girl come in drunk, like licking on the face. Like yeah. I was so, I was so like, <laughs> but yeah, when I was tipsy, but drunk sex, that's nasty. That's why like seeing that guy do that, like, yeah, it's just, and, it was just dirty. In my head, I was playing because it was going in and out, in and out, <laughs> in and out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, and they had no condom on. No. So the point of this common sense is, is whole responsibly. Whole Ain't nothing wrong with being a liberated woman that just want what you want. Ain't shit wrong with that. Or person. You don't have to be a woman to be, you know, just you know, just to do your thing. Sis, you don't have to. But what you need to do is if you know you got a man, 
Don't be acting a fool on camera when you go on vacation. If you know you got a girl, yeah. don't be acting a fool on camera when you you know you got somebody back at home that you you know you gotta account for their feelings. Yeah, damn sure if you single, got a man, whatever. Do and not be, be fucking, fucking raw on the fucking elevator anywhere. Don't be fucking raw. Yeah, like, anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, especially on, on the, the elevator, elevator. <laughs> and letting people record you. Like, like, come on now. Like, it's nothing wrong with you know doing your thing. But what I find is that a lot of people who want to like have this mentality like ho is life. I only know a few people that do it right. Most people really got some issues with themselves and they trying to fuck their way to happiness. And like, yeah. like I'm don't I will never get behind that particular particularly. Exactly. And that's why I'm taking a break. I said it before, I'm taking a break from men and stuff right now because I'm having like my focus is like so on my career and also because I just had like, you know, I've lost somebody close to me. And I know that one, I'm a little bit vulnerable. I know that I'm a little bit like not lost, but you know, I'm like confidently lost. If you yeah. guys heard that song, I'm like confidently lost and I'm trying to find my way to do something. So I'm like, Knowing that, like, I'm not, I'm kind of vulnerable right now, hoe can't be life. Even yeah. if sex is fun to me, obviously it's enjoyable, and, like, I could find somebody's real easy mm-hmm. to do it for me. It's just, like, no, sometimes you got to hold responsibly, responsibly as far as your emotional state and damn sure as far as your health. Like, yeah, exactly. do what you can and to also, prevent the problems from happening. Yeah, and I'm not trying to let no nigga throw off my pH balance, like, ever again. <laughs> like, I just want to, like, because I'm something that I thought I would never be. Like, I feel like I am, right now, I'm celibate. Like, I'm really, like, I'm not, like, you know... Because uh, I was like, last year, I was guns blazing. But you know what? But you are not to put your business out there. You are a good example of how to hold responsibly. Like, yeah. you was using your protection. You have, like, fucking apps that you know you keep in track of who you doing what with and on what day you're not only taking birth control but you're making people use protection you get tested all the time you were in the right emotional state you felt good about yourself you never got attached like that's how and you were single like you were just doing your thing that's how you hold responsibly and when i had when i feel like doing what i want to do it's the same thing like trust and believe like when i feel like just kind of having a no strings attached type of Mm -hmm. relationship i always make sure i don't give a fuck i'll have that uncomfortable conversation with you you need to get tested you need to do this and you need to do that before you touch me and i'm not going to give you any head because i don't trust you i don't know you're not my boyfriend that's something i usually do for people like it's if you're going to hoe you need to be transparent and you need to be responsible yeah and like i hate niggas that be like oh it was just but just giving pussy everywhere that it's like that's not okay like Mm -hmm. just because somebody is willing busting it open like everywhere that mean you gotta go get it like yeah the fuck i know because i know damn well if there was like a bunch of fine ass men that wanted to give it to me on every corner i would be like listen not all of you one maybe one of you maybe not but damn sure not all of you and i just i don't know i just don't want to I, like, I think that we live in a culture where people are like, yeah, girl, go out there and do your thing. And obviously I'm talking to women because usually that's who listen to us the most. But, you know, people in general, we live in a culture where it's like, yeah, go out, be liberated, do your thing, have sex. But, like, sex still comes with consequences, unfortunately. So, 
Yeah, so that about ends it for this week's episode of um Black Girl Brunch. Sorry, 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 sorry we were late, but I'm so happy we got in the studio to talk. Um, and we do have a shout out. I'm trying to find her right now. So we have a listener in South Africa. Oh, who shout out to South. Africa. Hello, and she actually wrote us something really cool. So her name on the email is. Kukosha, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. And she pretty much told us about an app that we can download to check our analytics, which was really nice for her to listen and then write to us. And she said at the end, much love from South Africa. So much love to you, girl. Thank you so much for listening to our crazy selves. We appreciate it. Um, Also, the person who drew your Brett's um, animation. Hi-Ann. Shout out to Hyen. Yes, thank you so much, Hyen, like for being a part of like my hashtag brand. Like you know, <laughs> that really like gave me a boost and made me be like, okay, let me get on my social media shit. Like, thank you so fucking much. Yeah. Yeah, and also just wanted to get on um, let you guys know. Well, her her Instagram is at kimchi dot mom, uh, mommy. Yes, and you can hit Sabri up if you need. Uh, that again or you need it to be spelled she does gra- or yeah she does graphic design also um this is really early promotion but we're gonna be talking about this from now until it drops the vegan cookout um <laughs> registration is open for the vegan fit fam's uh annual cookout me and sabria went to the first one last year and yes. i went by accident and i had so much fucking it was, fun. It was very fun like this is one summer event that i'm really looking forward to um it's going to be on july 21st in philadelphia at lemon hill it's a free event i do believe they're asking for a donation for some fundraiser that goes to like local children but you can give what you want and most importantly all you got to do is like bring something because it's potluck style so yeah. just bring something vegan obviously and it's a good opportunity to meet other black vegans or if you're interested in becoming vegan it's a good you know chance to try things and i think that that cookout helped me to take the next step to become vegan so if you want to find out more about that you can go to our page and click the news and events highlight and i have the flyer there so definitely check that out it's in july but i'm excited for it literally right now so that about ends it for this week's episode you can definitely hit us up on twitter at blk girl brunch instagram at black girl brunch and on gmail at black girl brunch at gmail.com and we'll catch y'all next week bye peace